0: Welcome to the Awareness and Balance Podcast. In case you missed it, here's an excerpt from our last episode with host Norman Green.
1: You know, sometimes we think about things and we work from our anger sides. And a lot of times it's not the solution that we want. So remember this, sometimes silence can never be misquoted. It's a good thing to sometimes practice because less is more. If you see somebody like an uncle, a cousin, or a, a good neighbor that might be a good role model, so to speak, somebody you see to go into work every day doing those things that we essentially talked about earlier in the podcast, and seek them out. Ask them questions.
0: Established in 2017, the Awareness and Balance Foundation was created by two brothers looking for an answer to one of the many mysteries of life. We live in a world filled with tough decisions and situations that sometimes lead us down the wrong path. Through its joint efforts, the Awareness and Balance Foundation supports our youth with their everyday struggles and helps them mature into respectable adults that will be assets to society rather than liabilities. Welcome now to the Awareness and Balance Foundation podcast and host, Norman Green.
2: Hi. Welcome to our continuing topic, The Means of Reaching Our Youth. But before we begin, I would like to share with you some biblical trivia. The answer to last week's question, who was Moses' father-in-law? The answer is Jethro now today's trivia question what was god's sign to noah that the world would never be destroyed again with water now don't google that i'll give you the answer in the next podcast now your sentiments are essential your sentiments sound true your sentiments sound real but i know from my experiences with the generations today, I don't quite understand the generations of today. And I'm not going to say that I understand the generations of today. And I'm not going to say I'm the solution. Now, what I am going to say is I'm willing to be a foundation for the generations of the worlds today and of the worlds tomorrow. But as I was asking you that question, not all of our youth today has any kind of structure they are faced with circumstances in life that has really turned them against who we are as role models or who we are as men and women they have totally lost any kind of faith in regards to what they're supposed to be looking up to they're looking up to one another And those are my feelings in regards to, you know, why youth are struggling so much or why youth are feeling so much pain. And I think a lot of what we're seeing and the things that we're hearing regarding our youth is because of that. They don't really have anyone that they believe in. You know, like when you and I was growing up, you know, we had people that we believed in. We had what they what you call block captains, you know, people who really cared about our neighborhoods. Can you please touch on, you know, what happened to the block captains in the neighborhoods?
1: Well, the block captains were people who came to us and gave us a notice that we were going to do a block cleaning. They gave us a notice of the different elections and the times for them. They also had meetings. They brought the neighbors out and we talked to just keep the kids safe, keep the community safe, keep, uh, you know, just keep everything positive in the neighborhoods. And today it just seems like uh, everything is going south because you don't hear of them anymore. You don't hear of any block captains anymore. People that kept everybody aware and took pride in the neighborhood. And those are the essential things that are important. You gotta take pride in where you live and in your neighborhood you know, you, you got to want to work on not having a downtrodden in this. And um, just seems like, you know, without the mom and the pop stores that we used to have is, you know, uh, the different little aspects like we got up in the morning and you were going to school and you might stop at the mom and pop stores and get your little piece of candy or get your snack or, you know, you were getting your lunch and you got your little and Hoagie or whatever. Those are all gone now. So the connection is broken. But. We have to bridge it. We have to, you know, be their norm and, and bridge the way back. We have to help them find a way back because just as well, you know, a lot of youth don't want to put in or don't understand what work ethic is. That connection has been broken, understanding that they got to put in hard work, hard work and dedication. And uh, we have to help essentially establish this again and uh just help them to get to find their way back make 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 sure that we can we can make that connection where they can we can we can talk to them so they can relate you know and understand what they're saying they hear us we hear them and we come to some type of solution so that they're they can be better at life it's important
2: and i thank you for that response and i and i can appreciate that uh response but as i was saying prior i don't quite You know, understand our youth of today and I don't understand them in a bad way and I don't understand them in a good way. I love our youth of today and I love the generations, you know, that's going to be for tomorrow Um, because they're they're going to eventually be the leaders of the world. And because they're going to be the leaders of the world, um, I don't think education change or I don't think educations or the educations that's being offered to our youth will ever change. I think it's the precepts of of how those things work and how those things are structured. They'll always, you know, be quite the same. Um, And where I'm going with this now is our youth now, if we don't really take the time and show them that we care because as you know it love is an action word I can talk a good game and we all know that talk is cheap and I'm saying that to say again when we've lost the block captains we lost the gatekeepers we lost the mothers in the neighborhoods, we lost the fathers in the neighborhoods, because you remember when we was growing up, if you went down the street and you did something that was mischievous, or if you did something that you knew you had no business doing, your neighbor or somebody in that neighborhood would surely you know, get you back in order. Rather they did it, or rather they drug you back to your mother and father's house, and they made sure that they let your mother and father know that you was doing something That wasn't constructive. You was doing something that wasn't good. And I want to ask you this question because I think this is also a substance or a piece of the rock that has been taken. And each piece of the rock that's being taken from the foundations of life eventually will cause the foundations of life to crumble. So my Question back to you is: With these things being said, how do we get the necessary people back in these neighborhoods to help our youth?
1: Well, first, I'd like to say we activities. Uh, just look at the schools, for example. A lot of the schools don't have uh, the skills. Uh, Like home ec Or shop A lot of the activities that were in schools Have been taken out of the schools Um, The kids go to school And essentially spend Six, seven, eight hours With people who might sometimes have a greater influence Over them So it's important that we get back To the nucleus of the family Put in as much time as we can The small things count Norm And put the time in have the patience, all of those ingredients of the home, the values, the home cooked meals, even those essential things we need to get back to because I'm sure I've seen, you've seen, we see the kids run into the corner store eating out of a can, eating out of a box and the home cooked meals are essentially not there anymore. So these things have to be established again. We have to go back to our grassroots we have to go back to the building of the nucleus of the family, and continue to work from there. I mean, I don't have all the solutions just yet, but I know that I'm going to work hard to find a way. And along with the awareness and balance foundation, we'll be able to get these things done. It's a win-win all together, as long as we stay on the same page, and which I know we will. But as long as we can get an open line of communication with these youth from all aspects and all walks of life. We're here and we'll continue to be here. Again, I I won't continue to never, I won't stop saying this. We are the beacon in the storm and we want to be there for them. And through our past experiences, through our trials and tribulations, we want to save as many youth as we can so that they'll have a better outcome in life. The foundation depends on this,
2: As you put it, you know, pretty simple that what was lost you know regarding you know the stones that has made these foundations for so many years that we know of and the foundations that we stood on but as i was saying you know love is an action word and what i mean by that is When you love someone. It's not about lip service. It's about providing service. It's about showing them by giving them. Letting them know that you care. As I look around. And I watch the news. And I'm noticing a lot of blacks. Primarily are hurting. And I mean hurting pretty bad hurting you know bad enough to riot hurting bad enough to kill one another i don't really understand that kind of hurt i don't understand that kind of pain i can't even really tell you where that's coming from but i'm witnessing it i'm hearing about it And I know with the Awareness and Balance Foundation, we're going to make a difference, and that's why we're here. But what I extend back to you, John, is what are your feelings towards turning the news on or driving through these particular neighborhoods, firsthand witnessing these things, not just from a perspective of, individuals in your own family experiencing these things but total strangers that's experiencing these things um our black people
1: well it's saying to me that the community is, is failing the community is failing largely because there are a lot of pieces of the puzzle that are missing whether it be uh the single parent households uh No mothers, no fathers, drug addiction, alcoholism, things that tend to cause all types of destruction. And um, more importantly, like I said, based on what me and you stand on, Norman, the Awareness and Balance Foundation, we want to be here to bridge that marginalized gap and, and fix it you know it's it's kind of like we going to have to get in and restructure and uh just give people hope you know that moral decay people we want to teach them that they don't have to be, just become a product of the environment i want to share a story of a young guy young brother i uh knew over the course of my life i've known this young man for a long part of my life uh I'll go back to where I work for my family in the family business that my grandfather established in 1962. My dad ran it for 57 years. And there were young families, young families of young men who were fatherless in fatherless homes. And as I'm there working and I saw these young men over the course of my day, um, you know, if they didn't have anything to eat, I shared what I had to eat or if I had some money, I gave them a few dollars to go get them something to eat. Well, in the course of that uh, recently I had one of the young men contact me on Facebook. He sent me a friend request and in his friend request, he said, thank you for feeding me when I couldn't feed myself. And I said, I became a little emotional because I knew where my heart was and my objective of helping him. And I told him I wasn't worried about that, but I told him, thank you. But I told him I was just being sincere and I truly meant it from the heart. You know, I never shared this with anybody else. I didn't tell anybody else, but it was just more or less important that, um, I helped this young man. And, uh, He's doing fine. And uh, it's a good thing knowing that he was able to just live a positive life. So you see, we can go from nowhere to somewhere. And it's the small things that counts. Sometimes if we take and we take charge of the small things, the bigger things in life never become a priority. And again, it was just something that was naturally in my instinct to do. And I wasn't looking for any accolades or any money or any, any, any recognition. This was just something I knew that was the right thing to do at the time. So, again, I'm going to tie it back into the awareness and balance foundation. This is just how it's going to be. We want to be there in those highs and lows, in those dark and lonely times in the youth's life. We want to help them. We want to help them get back to the activities. We want to help them to just find things to do. We want to get them back on a solid path in the light. And like I said, I'll continue to work tirelessly along with you, Norman, to just help to be the best foundation that we possibly can for these youth.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Believing in yourself is priceless. Believing in others is even more priceless. From what I'm hearing, first and foremost, from John. Another piece of steel. That's a part of the Awareness and Balance Foundation. Is that you have a caring heart, that you have a caring. Member that rides with you and been riding with you all of your life. And that's really appreciated. And that's what we're standing on. So as we continue to extend. How we. Have arrived to the awareness and balance foundation. We want to continue to add more and more. Truth. And raise the awareness to the youth about being productive about believing in yourself about one day looking in the mirror and appreciating what you see I have a very interesting story because once upon a time I was that lost youth and when I was that lost youth I did some of the things unimaginable and when I say they was unimaginable, they were unimaginable. I was robbing. I was doing all sorts of things that, again, was not becoming of a productive individual in society. I was doing things that I'm even too ashamed of to even talk about now, but I will. I was doing things that I'm trying to to raise awareness against now and even prevent now because you don't have to do those things that's not becoming of a woman or not becoming of a man. And that's why we here. We here almost as a roadblock. That tells you This isn't the path to take. Go back the other way. That's why me and John is here. That's why the Awareness and Balance Foundation is here. But as I continue to elaborate on the youth today, we are in a different time. We're in a different age. We're in a world where what was happening yesterday, sure, is happening today. But what's also happening today is things that we're not aware of. So as I, again, extend this back to you, John, how do we, aside from what they so familiar with in regards to foundations and, you know, people who telling them that they care about them and, people who given them things, but for whatever reason, we don't prepare them the way that we should prepare them so they can have longevity so they can appreciate life and want to go on to be assets opposed to liabilities. What do we do different? Because what's been done so far, in my opinion, It's not working. And it's almost like you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. The professionals say if that's your sentiments, then you could be considered crazy doing the same thing, expecting different results. If you do the same thing, you're going to get the same thing. So as I extend to you, what can we do different? Because as we turn the news on, we're seeing the same things that's continuing to happen. But there's people out there that's telling us or exposing to us that they're helping.
1: Well, we have to be about what we say. It's, it's, it goes back to the old Bible verse of saying no men through their words and their deeds. And we have to stand forth on that. We have to be men of moral and women of morals and principles. And we have to stick by what we say. I mean... How else are we going to make this connection? I mean, I suggest not to come in with just so much of a, an authoritative standpoint, but let's just have dialogue. Let's create a dialogue, let's create a forum where the youth can come in and express their concerns, their frustrations, and we got to hear. We have to be able to put everything down, give them the patience, and be able to listen to them. Share their frustrations. Share their shortcomings share their phobias, share their likes and dislikes, and offering up a solution from there. You know, I I really believe, like you were saying, just the connection is broken, but we have to reestablish those communication lines. And bias taken of all, one thing that we all know we have, as us being older and experienced, patience. Patience is a virtue a lot of us don't have. You know, but using that to our best abilities to establish open lines of communication Letting these people Letting these young people Letting all people know That we are a foundation by which we stand on We're committed to what we're saying we are Being able to put in the work Extending ourselves And going above and beyond the call of duty It's ever Essentially so important And Tim 2, my brother Awareness and Balance Foundation Is here to stay we're like a rock that all things break against
2: so as we get ready to close this episode i'd like to invite you to tune in next week for the conclusion of the topic the means of reaching our youth
0: you've been listening to the awareness and balance podcast Through its joint efforts, the Awareness and Balance Foundation supports our youth with their everyday struggles and helps them mature into respectable adults that will be assets to society rather than liabilities. You can contact us at 302-378-2191 or visit our website at www.awarenessbalance.org. Tune in again for more messages of hope from Norman Green and the Awareness and Balance Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Thank
1: you